This is the Dr. Bryce Show, where we specialize in providing the listening audience with a unique blend of conversation, music, and most importantly, enjoyment. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Dr. Bryce Show. I'm your host, Dr. Bryce, and today's topic we're going to be discussing is, is the coronavirus an act of God? You know, many, you know, I've, I've, I've watched on Facebook, I've, you know, listened to on different social media networks, um, just people's positions on this uh, topic, you know, um, and everybody has a unique position. Um but it's interesting to kind of see and, and kind of maybe bring the light to see, like, you know, what are, what are all the thoughts that's out there? You know, what are, what are people thinking? You know, are people thinking that this is an act of God? Are people thinking that this is an act of the devil? You know, what are your thoughts? What is your, your, your spiritual ideology on how you feel about it? I know I have mine, but I'll wait for mine to either be articulated throughout the conversation or I'll wait to the end to give you my final thought. But first up, we're going to talk with uh, Mr. and Mrs. Watkins. You know, they're a, a Christian uh, couple, married couple. Um, Mr. Watkins is a pastor. Uh, Miss Watkins, Mrs. Watkins is, a, you know, definitely a woman of God. So we're going to kind of hear from them and, you know, kind of see what, what their thoughts are and what they're, you know, what they're thinking. Um, so, so just hold on and uh, bear with us as we go through these technological uh, difficulties at times due to you know social distancing and being quarantined, but we'll try to see what we could do. All right, so let's get them on the phone. Hello. Hey, how you doing? Is this Miss Watkins? Hey. Hey, how are you? How are you? Is Mister Watkins there as well? Right here. Right here. Hey, how you how you guys doing? Can you guys hear me well? I know you know we're. We're in two different locations because we were practicing safe distancing and, and we're, you know, kind of quarantined. But um, can you guys hear me clearly? Yeah. All right. That's good. And I hear you guys clearly, too. So first and foremost, I mean, how you guys doing? How you guys making out? You guys safe? Oh, yeah. 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 All right. So that's a good thing. All right. So I'm glad to hear that. Thank God for that. So I know, um, you know, we were talking kind of off camera and, uh, you know, off, um, you know, off air where we, you know, I had this conversation, you know, just a kind of topic that was kind of on my mind. And I felt like, you know, this is a conversation I could have with you, uh, with you two, because I know that you guys are those high level thinkers and you guys are, you know, spiritual based in everything that you guys do. So my question is, is do you think that coronavirus is an act of God? Yeah, I do. Yeah. All right, so 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 first, you know, of course, we always got to do uh, ladies first, Mister Mike. So we'll ask you, Miss okay. Miss Tina, um, you know, kind of um, let us know, like, what your thoughts are, and you know, why do you feel like it's an act of God? Well, first of all, and I think it's Second Chronicles seven fourteen. Okay. If I can read it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, um, I, that's fine. I'm glad, I'm glad you have a, you have a Bible right there. That's good. Yeah, I have it right here. Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, God is a jealous God. That's number one. Absolutely. Because he does not want us to worship any other gods. Absolutely. But I had saw this, first of all, and um, 
Facebook, which made a lot of sense. And I don't know if you saw it or not, but it said in three short months, just like he did with the plague of Egypt, God has taken away worship, everything we worship. God said, you want to worship athletes? I will shut down the stadiums. You want to worship musicians? I will shut down the civic centers. Mm. You want to worship actors? I will shut down theaters. You want to worship money? I will shut down the economy and collapse the stock market. Mm. You don't want to go to church and worship me? I will make it where you can't go to church. And then in Second Chronicles, it says right here, Second Chronicles 714. Mm-hmm. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and forgive their sins and will heal their land. Right. You know, all he wants us to do, he wants us to worship him. And it's hard to do that if we're not by ourselves. If we're all hanging around with one another, we're not even thinking about God. So this is what he had to do. He had to separate us. So all of us are separated, just like with Moses in the ark. Right. When he was in the ark, he separated him from all those other people. I mean, Noah. No, I'm sorry, yeah, Noah. Noah. Yeah. Sorry, Noah. <laughs> yeah. it's, Noah. It's funny that you mentioned yeah. it's funny that you mentioned Noah because that's kinda how I've been feeling. I've been feeling like Noah and my my home is like my ark. I have to put you know, get all the supplies and all the things we need just to kind of just be, you know, housed up until God says, hey, it's time to, you know, to, to, for you to come out. You know what I'm saying? So it's funny, but I'm not, my bad. Yeah. So, but go ahead. You you were making a point though. I'm sorry, Miss Tina. You was making a point though. Yeah. But what I'm saying is that he want us to all come together and that, and that's what we need. We need to come together and to realize that it's, it's him. That are that's going to save us from this, right? And I'm quite sure when this, when all this is over, there's going to be a whole lot of safe folks coming out of this situation. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And trusting God, trusting God. I had a dream about my mom the other night, and in the dream I saw her, and she said to me, she said, "Tina, she said these young people, they doing all this crazy stuff and and stuff that don't make any sense, but God is not pleased." what's going on on this earth right and because he's not pleased this is what's happening and the dream ended so that was a message from her right god is not pleased and you gotta think about it look at revelation this stuff is going on now it's happening right nobody think every time somebody say oh, god is coming back you get the ones who their their faith is just wavered because they like you've been saying this for years and years and years he's not here yet but guess what? The time is now. Right. Get yourself together. Get your house in order. Because he is coming back. Absolutely. No man know when he's coming back. Right. But he is coming back. So your best bet is to be prepared at all times. That's correct. No man knows the hour, the time. Or, or, or the date or anything, but we do know that he is coming back because he has risen before and he will rise, he will rise again. So you're absolutely right with that. Right. The, the thing about it, though, I do want to ask you before we get to Mr. Mike, though, real quick, is you're saying that God's not pleased, right? So what, what right. do you think? I mean, of course, I mean, you know, I guess it's going to be a two-part question. So the thing is, is what is he not pleased with, number one, but then also number two, when do you think, in your honest opinion, when he started to really become 
really not pleased when he said, you know what, no, I, this is what has to be done. I don't know. First of all, he's not pleased about the, the human being, the actions of the world. You know, we kind of like turned our, our ways from from the Lord. Sure. Just like Job. You know how a Job and um, everybody was just doing things. I mean, look at all, all the things. And if you think about it, the stuff that's happening now was happening in Job's time. There's nothing new under the sun. It's just repeating itself. That's correct. And when, and you know, and then when Job, when he told Job's wife, so Lot, Lot's wife, was Lot's wife, told Lot's wife not to turn around. And what did she do? She turned around. Turned around anyway right. and told her to Right. So whatever happened in Lot's life is happening now. God is not pleased with the way the world is, is acting. Right. The way the world, they're not having faith in him. They putting faith in man. And that's not what it was supposed to be. Right, right, right. Definitely, definitely. I totally that's agree. Where I totally and agree. It's been, and it's not just happening now. It's been going on. God has been unhappy with this world for a long time. Right. So it sounds like what you're saying is that you don't you don't necessarily realize like it's just it's one specific thing. It just was a, a culmination of things. Is that's what it sounds like you're saying? Is that correct? Yeah. Okay. Yep, it's a combination. Okay. It's not just this. No. Okay. And what they do, he give you all these warnings, and we we don't take heed. That's mm -hmm. what the problem coming at. Right. No, absolutely. We come out of it, and what we do? Oh God, you just keep all this. I'm going to serve you. Next thing you know, he gets you out of it, and you fall right back into the rut again. Right. 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 Well, listen. Yeah. I, I thank you for uh, I thank you for sharing that, Miss Watkins. Um, now, uh, Mr. Watkins, how you doing, sir? Fine. All right, I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad to hear. So, I guess the, the is, yeah, the first question I'm gonna ask you: Do you do you believe that coronavirus is an act of God, or do you feel like it's an act of the devil? Yes. For which one? Yes. But one thing, one one thing I want to say relating to that is we have to we have one thing we have to realize is that it's, it's, it's an act of God, but God is not the God of sickness. Okay, mm -hmm. if you if you if you read on Job, God asked God asked the devil. He said he asked him. He said, "Have you considered my servant Job?" Right. And the devil looked at him and responded and said, "Yes." Well, of course, you got you got if you have a if you have an armor protection around you, I can't. You, you know, there's nothing that I can do. Right. Okay. Of course, he's going to serve you if you got your armor protection around him. He's protecting you. He's protecting. Right. Okay. But the minute you but the, but the minute you remove that protection. And that covering, he's gonna he's gonna forget about you, right? Okay, but as long as he's as long as he got that protection around him, you got that you got that covering around him. He's not gonna. I'm just paraphrasing this. He's gonna. He, he he's not he's not gonna even think about that, right? Okay. So God told him, okay, I'll remove the covering and the protection. Okay. And once I remove it, you can do whatever you want with him, but just don't touch his soul. Don't mm, touch it. I got you. So it sounds like what you're saying. Okay. It sounds like what, what you're saying. So what, so Go ahead. What did the devil? So what he was. So what did he do? Mm -hmm. you, you, you ever see when a, when a plane takes off? Yes. And 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 it, and it goes up. And it goes up. Takes up. Yes. In the air and the smoke comes out. Yes. From the engines. Yes. 
Do you ever look at the sky? You see the skyscrapers flying way high up in the air, yes. and all you can see is the smoke coming out from the engines when they when they making doing a skyscraper design. Right. Do you understand what I'm saying? I do. Yeah, I do. I do. But it, is, what, what it sounds... Okay. It, it, no, 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 no. no, no. What, I'm saying is that, what I'm saying is that when you look up high in the sky mm-hmm. and you see you see, you see see uh, a long line of smoke right. designed going in the sky, you look and say, oh, wow, that's something. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay? So when they do, when you see them doing that, you know that the, the smoke is coming from the plane, from the engine. Right. When they fly across the atmosphere, right? You see what I'm saying? So what I'm saying is that to this is that when when God told say you can do whatever you want to do to to my servant Job, just don't touch his soul. You know what happened? What? When the devil heard that, he he left God's presence like a like a like a like a stream of smoke, like a quickness. Right. He was at it. He was he he was at it. He was at it. God's presence. He left out of there with a quickness. Mm. He just left out of there. Okay. And, he went, and he that's when he attacked Job. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Yes. So so what, 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 what I'm saying is to that is that that God, that's why I say God is not the God of sickness. But sometimes God will allow sickness to come on people to wake them up. Okay. So it sounds like, Mr. Mike, it sounds like what you're saying is that God has allowed this to test us and to test our faith. Is that correct? Right. Okay. That's what it sounds. I mean, that's kind of what I'm getting. I'm getting like, you know, when I look at, when I reference like the, the smoke, um, meaning that, and I kind of, I, you know, and maybe my mind's taking me where I see the smoke as like the virus. I don't know. Um, because the smoke will then, uh, you know, when a plane is in the air, the smoke is covering the whole atmosphere and the whole sky. And that's kind of how I'm seeing this, right. this virus. This virus is, is, is covering all bases, all cultures, all, 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 um, you know, all genders, all nationalities. Like the, there is no discriminating when it comes to this virus. So it, it almost sounds like what right, you're saying right. is that he has kind of lifted the covering to in order to test us to see where does our true faith lie. Do you do you kind of agree with that? Right. Okay. So the thing right. the, and the thing that I want to ask you. And I want to. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go, go ahead. ahead, Miss. No, no. You go ahead, Mr. Watkins. I want to. I want to. Okay. I want to say this too. Mm-hmm. Um, if you read like like Miss Tina wrote, like she said, she said, like she said in Second Chronicles seven and fourteen, she said that that if my people, so God is when you break that down, God is saying to the people that if my people who are called by my name, so if you have people that 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 are serving God and they, and they believe in God, and they're true believers, right? Okay. God is saying that, that my, if my people who are called by my name, if they're called, and they call, if they're called of, of, of his name, he's just saying, right. that he says, my people who are called by my name will, 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 um, will, be, will repent. If my people who are called by my name will repent and turn from their wicked ways. You see what I'm saying? Right. Now, just think about that. If you're called of God and you're called, you believe in his name and you're a true believer, you're called. Absolutely. Okay, and he's saying that 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 if you repent and turn from your wicked way, in other words, turn from your whatever civil life you're living in. You know what I'm saying? Right. If, and turn from your wicked ways. Right. A lot of us, a lot of us, are, 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 a lot of us are living wickedly. We're doing wicked things. Mm-hmm. Okay, and God is not pleased with that. Right. You see what I'm saying? If you're called by His name and turn from your repent and turn from your wicked ways, then when you, when you turn from your wicked ways. And you and, and, and you pray, 
He said he you were hit from heaven. You were hit from heaven. Right. Right. No, and I, then when you hear from him, then he said that he'll he will he will heal the land. Right. So my thing, my thing is, and I, I, and I, heal, I and healing the land means whatever's going on in the land, whatever, whatever kind of sickness is taking place, God can heal. Right. I, I, I agree, uh, Mr. Mike. I, I truly do. I, I do think that um, our, our land needs healing. And, and you know. Hello? Um, yeah, do you hear me? Can you, can you hear me? Okay. Mr. Mike? Can you hear me? Oh, but I have no sound. Yes, Okay, there we go. Here we go. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. You know, this this Okay, that's good. That's good. So what I what I'm what I'm thinking, um, you know, yes. it kinda it kinda takes my mind to Uh-oh. um can you hear me? Can you hear us? I hear you. Do you hear me? Okay. I I, I tell you what, let me I'm gonna call you right back so we get a little a clearer reception, okay? All right, just a little technical difficulties, ladies and gentlemen. You know, sometimes, you know, doing things with these technological advances, they can, you know, be, you know, they 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 have their flaws as well. You know, um, I do want to just comment on, you know, some of the things that Mr. Mike was saying, um, and and I do believe that this our land has been in need of healing. Um, I think that we were on our way to being healed, and we reverted back. And um, and I'm looking at things from a broad view, a very long, broad view. But let's try to get Mr. Mike on uh, back on the phone and, and um, see if we can continue this powerful discussion. Okay. All right, Mr. Mike. All right, can you can you hear me now? No. Wait a minute. Hold on. Okay. Hello? Yeah, what about now? You hear me? I don't know why. Can Hello? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. we can. Okay, well, here we don't go. see your face. No, that's all right. I, yeah, I, didn't, I didn't do the video at this time. I figured we'd just okay. do the voice call because sometimes, you know, with the video reception, it could be a little, you know, it's, you know, it's rainy out. It's, you know, <laughs> so, you know, every, and, every, and everybody's using technology now. You know what I'm saying? So, so that, that could be, you know, what the problem is or whatever. But just to end, you know, the, you know, not well, not really to end the conversation, but just to kind of, um, just you know, articulate the point that I was um, saying um, off air really was that, you know, I do think that our land has been in need of healing. Okay, and um, I think that we were on our way to getting some healing. I thought our land was moving in the right direction, and then we reverted back. Um, and we reverted back to a different time. And um, I, I see that not just because of one person, but just, you know, just just how just how the world was turning. You know, what I'm saying, you know, where, you know, I mean, God, God made us, you know, equal. OK, you know, um, that's why we all bleed red blood. OK, so so we're all made equal. Okay, but yet there still seems to be division amongst us. And I think mm. that that gets to a point in time where God says, okay, well, listen, you know what? I've had enough. I've had enough. So then 
he'll send something or he'll allow something to happen where mm-hmm. now we have no choice but to right. band together because this this is the thing this you know I mean you know and I think that there's going to be another time where we're going to have to talk about um our cultural um differences and our cultural issues that we have you know against one another so for instance where you know um African Americans and how police deals with us as opposed to how police police deals with other cultures. That's still an issue that needs to be addressed. And hopefully after all of this, maybe some things have changed and maybe some eyes have been opened. But that's just from my vantage point. I'm sure that there are other cultures that have additional um, you know, um, desires that they want to hear about their culture and how their culture is being um, at a disadvantage. Okay, But right, right. now with coronavirus, that's affecting every culture, every race, yeah. every creed, everybody. No yeah. one is above it. Yeah. And I find that very interesting. The fact that it's, it's hurting all of us. And, mm-hmm. we, and we have no choice but to work together. And I do yeah. think that God puts us in positions where we have no choice but to work together. Yeah. And I think that's that's... The ultimate goal, what I see, I think it is. I definitely, I agree with you, Mr. Mike. I do think that it is. It is a test of faith. I do think that, you know, it is testing our faith. Like, who who are we leaning on? Are we going to lean on um, what Donald Trump is saying? I mean, this is, and I'm just saying. I mean, because I'll say the same thing with Mr. Cuomo, and I'll say the same thing with Governor Murphy and Governor Cuomo. You know, are we just relying on them for what they're saying? Or are we just going to be relying on God and what he said to us and promised us about see, our what, lives? See, what was really happening is that, I got to go back to it again. He said, he said, if, excuse me, if my people who are called by my name would humble themselves. First, he's telling us to humble is number one. Right. We have to humble ourselves. Right. <coughs> excuse me. We have to humble ourselves. Okay? Right. And we humble ourselves. What did that mean? We have to get away, with the, we have to get away from that pride. Right. We have any kind of whatever pride we got in us, we got to get rid of it. Right. Because God said He doesn't entertain pride. Right. Okay. So we have to get rid of the pride. Right. Whatever, whatever, whatever's called us to be lifted up high, we right. have to get rid of it. Right. We have to, we have to humble ourselves and submit. Right. Okay. If my people who are called by my name, we're called by His name. If we're saved, if we have we are, if we have we believe in we believe God and believe in His Son. Okay. And we repented and, and, and we repented about sins. We believe we believe in God, and and we're called by His name. So we call by His name, and we have to humble ourselves, and we have to pray. Right. He says, right. And when we pray, we turn from our wicked ways. When we pray, we have to repent Absolutely. of our sin. Absolutely. And we have we when we, we repent of our sin, then 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 he, we will hear from Him. Right. But first we have to first we have to pray. We have to repent. And right. turn from our sin, sinful ways. But you got to realize also that that God is a jealous God, and he, you should not worship any other God before Him. That's correct. And I see the world is changing to where they're worshiping other gods, and that's why God is not pleased. And that's what it says in the Word. He's right. a jealous God, you know. And that's and that's also in. Yeah, look it up there. Twenty four nineteen. Look it up, but that, but that's true though. God is a jealous God. Right. But now we are worshiping other gods, and that's that's been going on for a long time too. That's nothing new. Right. No, you're right. You're right. I, I like I said, I think that um, 
you know, right. I think it's I think it's all a test. I think it's all a, a, a faith walk. Um, it's it's a walk of faith. It's 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 really about you know, um, you know, trying to get us to to come together as one. Okay, you know, um, it's interesting because you know. Um, you know, and I hate to keep going back there, but, you know, I do think that God allows everything to happen for a reason. So I think that he, I think God already knew that this was, this was coming. Of course he knew because he's, omni you know I mean? He's, he's omniscient, omniscient. So he knows everything even before it even happens. So, um, you know, I think that he knew this was going to happen. I think, uh, I think even back in, and I, I hate to go back to Donald Trump. And the reason why I go back to Donald Trump, honestly, is because I remember um, there were even people that I knew of, people that I, you know, I fellowshiped with, um, people that I was friends on Facebook, and they would say, "Thank God for Donald Trump," and I, and I would, it would it would actually bother me and actually push me away from from going to church, to be honest with you, and mm -hmm. and because I couldn't understand how could I how could I fellowship or be, you know, how do we share the same spiritual and faith experience? if you believe in a guy that separates us clearly and it bothered me and actually it pushed me away from fellowshipping there now you know and or, or, or even other places it just really kind of pushed me away um and and i said to myself like wow you know people really think that they they're thanking god for donald trump and i and i would think to myself like wow you know this is clearly a man who you know clearly likes division clearly is is racist i mean you know he's clearly um you know not to me um you know walking in the principles of what god wants us to do which is to have love for everybody and equality um right so you know why would he put that in that person in position and you know kind of sort of to be honest with you i see now why though now because see now i think that you have a situation where something that is above him and he's been way above, you know, you know, he, he, he hasn't been the best that he has, you know, that he could be. Um, but you know, he it's really exposing him and the lack of leadership that we truly have had for the last three yeah. years. That's what this is doing. It's exposing him. But I'm wondering the same people that put him in office and voted for him or said that, Hey, listen, this is the guy that's going to, you know, uh, resurrect our country. Are they now seeing the truth or do they still believe in just a separate agenda? And see, I think that this, these are different things that are caused to China, you know, that kind of just, you know, unveils the people's truths about themselves. Because now here's a situation that it doesn't care whether you're white, black, brown, green, tan, or a hue of yellow. It doesn't matter because it's getting everybody across the world. And that I find, I, I, I definitely, I definitely, like I said, I, 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 I find this, you know, I find this whole situation is, is I mean, we're living in history, but it's, it's, it's just amazing. It's like, I, I, it's unbelievable. And I don't think that people will really understand it until we've passed through it. And then we can look back on it. So there's, I mean, there's yep. going to be, you're going to see filmmakers, you're going to see people, you know, getting, you know, um, Oscars and Golden Globe Award, Golden Globe Awards for films. This is going to be a major event in history. Okay. And, and. The main and, thing is, um, is people, like I said, is they, is they heed the word and listen to the word. A lot of same folks 
which is the main thing mm-hmm. that's going to come out of this also. Right, right. Even the ones who claim they didn't believe in God, they're going to be some. They're going to be some that they're they didn't believe in God, and God worked a miracle, and then they had no choice but to believe in God and thanking God for it. That's correct. That's correct. Every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess. That's correct. That Jesus Christ is Lord, and that's what's going on right now. That's correct. Got everybody's attention at one time. Right. Think about it. Everybody's attention at one time. At one time. Not somewhere in Mexico, not somewhere in London, wherever. Everybody at the same at the same time, time. and that's the it, thing. That's the thing. Know? It's almost it's almost like we have to put. Um, you know, it, it almost like we as believers, we have to put like the lamb blood on our door, on our door, you know, above our door to let them know that, hey, listen, I'm a, I'm a child of God. I believe in God. And, 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 you know, and so that when this all passes through, you know, he can pass over us, those believers. But listen, I just so want to I, 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 I say this to you real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, 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 you know, you brought that, you brought that right out of, you brought that right out of, head, brought that right out of my, out of my mind. Okay. And out of mm-hmm. my mouth. Okay. Because I was going, to, I was going to tell you that that, that if you look back in the Old Testament when when God told Moses to sprinkle the blood on the doorpost. That's correct. Okay, and 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 when and when and when God told Pharaoh, let to my come, people to, go. That's right. Right, right, right. And God hardened his heart. That's so correct. God told Moses to tell to let Pharaoh know that 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 the death angel is coming through. He's coming through, and that and that and that that could be considered. I mean, you know, one can look at that as Corona or whatever. But listen, Mr. Mo- Mr. Mike and Mr. Mrs. Watkins, we got to go to commercial break real quick. So you're going to stay okay. with us and just um, we'll finish up this conversation. Just stay with us real quick, okay? Sure. All right, we're going to go to commercial break. I should tell, let the people know that I'm sending, I'm sending a drought in Samaria, but the people didn't listen. They kept on sending. They didn't want to believe him. They knew Elijah. They knew of Elijah. They knew him. But when he came back and told the people what God said, they didn't believe him. They didn't listen. They kept on doing. They kept on going about their daily lives, living in sin, and and and, and doing all kind of things, worshiping idols and everything. And God did wasn't pleased with it. Right. So what happened? If you pay attention to that story, the famine came, but God kept God protected Elijah, mm. even in the midst even in the midst of the drought. Right. He still protected Elijah. Right. Even though Elijah, listen, but pay attention to this. Now, number one. Elijah, Elijah prophesied to the, to the people in Samaria. He, he prophesied to the Samarians. He mm-hmm. told them, he said, listen, a drought is coming. I'm sending a drought. God told him to tell the people. I'm mm-hmm. sending, I'm sending, there's going to be a famine in the land. It's going to be a drought. Right. And right. what happened? Like I said, the people didn't pay attention. They didn't listen. Like we do it today. Mm-hmm. We're not listening. We don't listen. We live in a sin. We don't listen. Right. Okay. So since we're being hard-headed, we're being stubborn, this is what God had to do, <clears throat> okay? But then, after the drought came, and God protected Elijah and kept him in the midst of the drought, when the people saw that Elijah was being kept, when they saw that Elijah was protected, when they saw that that Elijah didn't suffer, even though he suffered with the people, but he did suffer to a point where it was going to hurt him. Right. Because God kept him. Right. You see what I'm saying? So when the people saw that, they actually seen it with their own eyes. They, it, 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 Elijah was affected by that, but he wasn't. He wasn't hurt. You see right. what I'm saying? He didn't right. suffer. Right. So when the people seen that, they said, "Oh wow, this man, this man is not suffering like us. He's in the midst of the drought. He's in the midst of the famine, but he's not suffering like us." And, yeah. that, and because they felt that they had, the, they felt the effect of it when the, when the famine and the drought came, 
they were the people who were affected. Right. They saw it. Right. Or they seen it. Okay? And when they seen it, they said, Oh wow, we gotta we we gotta we gotta get out of this. We gotta be something so that's when God spoke to Elijah again and told him, Look, I'm about to send rain mm. to heal the land. Right. I'm about to send rain. Okay? And when and when God told Elijah to tell people I'm gonna send rain to get rid of the drought and the famine, that's what he did. But also God but God also showed him, This is where I'm gonna send you after everything is over with. Right. Right, and, 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 and no, I do, I do, and because listen, and I guess this the symbol, the symbolism with, and it brings me back to the symbolism with rain. You know what I mean? Like when I was a kid growing up, we were always taught that rain meant that you know God was crying. And that's what you know our, our our teachers used to tell us, or or you know rain was like a bad thing. But I don't look at rain like that. I do look. I look at rain as cleansing, and I look at rain mm-hmm. as as. After the rain comes growth. So we are right. always asking heaven to send the rain. Okay. Because right. after that rain, we know that the growth is coming. And the fact that right. that that we're we're asking heaven to send the rain. And I do believe, I truly believe, like last couple of days, you know, um, you know, I've been, you know, kind of going on my walks and pondering and, and you know, having my reflection time with God. Um, you know, that is my prayer to to for him to, you know, kind of send the rain and, and give us peace through this virus, give us, you know, healing through this virus to, to, to put a stop to it, to, to allow us to be able to, you know, um, repent for our sins and uh, repent for the things that, that we've done wrong and to humble ourselves. But, but I want to move forward. I, I really want to, you know, um, like I said, just, just to get past this because it's, 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 I can only imagine the different things that people are going through, especially who don't necessarily have that relationship with God. And I, and I think that some, I think either you or Miss Watkins uh, stipulated that, you know, this is a way, I think Miss Watkins, you did as a matter of fact, that you said that this is a way to bring people closer to God. I actually um, was, you know, I had talked to um, uh, someone that doesn't believe in God and that was, uh, he, he called himself an atheist, but he's even praying now because he's scared. He's yeah. scared. This is somebody that I, I mean I can't say I've known him for a very long time, but he was clear that he's an atheist or whatever. Now, you know, my own, my opinion to somebody that says they're an atheist is that hey, listen, God loves you anyway. It's all good. You know what I'm saying? Because you haven't come to a level of understanding as of that, as of yet. Mm-hmm. And we all take time for us to come to a level a level of understanding of who God is and how much God is in control of our lives. But you know, when when he said that to me, I said, "Wow, you know, God's at work as He always is." You know what I mean? Because even people but if, that but have, if you, pay attention, you know, if you pay, but if you pay attention, pay attention to what's going on all in all the world, like China and Italy and France and all the other places, other places out of the country, you you pay attention to see what's going on with them and how they're responding. Okay, God is getting their attention too. Yeah. Right, absolutely, everyone, absolutely. There's no, there's no excuse not to know about God after this. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you still have those people, though. I mean, because, I mean, you know, you still have the pharaohs. You know what I mean? Like, I I, I definitely think, you know, and, 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 and again, I know God doesn't want us to judge or whatever, but this is all my perspective and my opinion. You know, I think that you, you'll still have the pharaohs. You'll still have the pharaoh, you know, acting as though he's, you know, above above everybody and, and that he's doing everything, you know, cause he has his own agenda, you know? Um, but I, 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 I believe that this was really directly sent to stop the madness, stop 
the yeah. madness. Okay, because it's gotten out of hand. Like this is this is the worst. I mean, in my lifetime, and I'm you know I'm I'm still young. I'm very young, but I've lived through you know 1980, 1980s, especially 1980s in New York. That wasn't a great time. Like you know what I'm saying like you know we had some growth and stuff like that, but but you know you know especially people of my culture, uh, African American <laughs> black men, we were public enemy number one for real. Okay, during the 80s because that's when the crack ep epidemic started and all that. So a lot of the laws that you see today, you know what I mean, they were put into place during that epidemic, you know what I mean? Um, so, you know, my culture and, and my people, we've, we've suffered greatly um, due to the different pharaohs of the land. And I think sometimes now it's, it's, it's time to, you know, kind of heal our land and asking God, you know, in heaven to send the rain so that we can be cleansed and that we can see what life is after the cleansing. So, but listen, I, I just want to take the time out to say I thank you guys for participating in this conversation. Um, you know, I definitely, you know, will call you guys back in a little bit later once I close this out, close this show out. Um, and then we can kind of, you know, continue to ponder about some different things. You know, how's that sound? Okay, that's good. All right, so I'll give you a call back. I'll give you guys a call back in a little bit, okay? And I'm, and, I, and I'm excited about this, this radio show that we're on live right now. I'm glad you are. I'm, <laughs> I'm glad you are, Mr. Watkins. I'm glad you are. So it'll be up. It'll be up shortly though, because we're on we're on SoundCloud, iTunes. Uh, we just I think we just got um, to Buzz Buzz Sprout. We're gonna start going live on some different things too. So we're growing too. So things and it's, it's funny because now you know um, you know I, I you know uh, somebody had told me somebody uh, dear to me had told me they said you know what ask God what He wants. You to specifically do because I do a lot of different things for a lot of different people for a lot of different reasons okay mm -hmm. um, but sometimes I question myself hey is this what you really want me to do and I'm always asking him to to show me and um, the funny thing that I don't want to say it's funny but it's just ironic that I decided to take a chance and invest in doing this and now I'm at a place in space where really I have nothing but time to do this. So, okay. so, like, so, so like he said, like, you know, he wants his people to speak his word and bring about his word. And that's all I'm trying to do. So, you know, it's just, I'm just giving different discussions, different things, different points of view that I ponder as well as other different things too. You know what I mean? Cause I, I don't like to just talk about spirituality all day. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm a man of, of many other different things as well, but that's not to say that, they supersede my love for God because that never happens. So, um, right. but yeah, so listen, I just want to thank you guys and I I, I will um, give you a call back in a little bit and we can kind of discuss and ponder about some other things too, okay? But okay. I, but okay. I, thank, I thank you guys for being on the Dr. Bright Show. Thank you. Thank you. All right, see you later. Bye-bye. Yeah, so what a call that was. That was Mr. and Mrs. Watkins. Let's give it up for them real quick. Let's give it up for them. So listen, let's go to commercial break, and um, you know we'll we'll um, we'll we'll come back and 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 we'll you know kind of uh, reference some of those things, and and we'll come back, okay? So stay tuned for the commercial. Are you tired of using Permac the Perm and being left with damaged hair? Do you find yourself buying chemical after chemical to get the look you desire? If this is you, we have a solution. Lady Caramel's Organic Hair Moisturizer, a collection of natural ingredients 
designed to enhance and make your hair extra special just the way you are. For more information, call Lady Caramel at 856-575-7621. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to the Dr. Bryce Show. All right, so we were just recently, in the last segment, you heard about Mr. and Mrs. Watkins. They were talking, uh, articulating some points, you know, hey, listen, is this coronavirus an act of God? And they were able to kind of share, you know, their perspective of what they thought, you know, just as a Christian couple, um, you know, as a, you know, people that are in the Christian community. So, we're, you know, we're very thankful for that. Um, so our next conversation, though, I think that we'll, you know, we'll try to give various different opinions because... You, know, you have some people that feel like, hey, listen, you know, it is or it isn't, you know, um, you know, it's it's all about how you, you know, how you want to see things, you know, how do you see things? How do you, you know, see, you know, the world and, and what is, you know, who do you pray to? You know, do you have a a, a, a prayer life or a spiritual, a spiritual side to yourself, you know, and that's what it all comes down to and how. You know, do you, are you allowing that spiritual side to, or that that love of God to, to shape your viewpoint and your perspective? So um, next up, we're going to call a dear friend of mine, um, and that's uh, brother brother. We we'll call him brother Moore, brother Deacon, brother Deacon Moore. <laughs> you know, uh, good friend, good brother. Um, it's been you know following God uh, for for many years now, and I haven't known him all the years, but um, definitely God has a calling on his life, and um, he's motivated me. Um, encouraged me and empowered me, um, and I'm sure he's done that for many others. Uh, truly, a man of God. You know? um, so let's give him a call, and um, you know, we, this way we'll be able to kind of find out from his perspective: um, is coronavirus an act of God? So we'll give him a call, and um, you know, we kind of get his points and, and see where he's coming from. Yes, hello. Is this uh, brother Steve? Uh, Steve Moore. Yes, sir. Hey, how you doing, bro? How are you? Doing good. All right, all right. I'm sorry. You sound like you know you know just enjoying this rainy Saturday or whatever. But um, I just wanted to you know kind of get your uh, opinion on something and get your perspective on uh, something that you know I was having a conversation uh, during our last segment with Mr. and Mrs. Watkins, and we were kind of you know just um, you know just kind of talking or whatever. And I said, you know, it's funny because. One of the things I think about is coronavirus an act of God. And that kind of led to a whole different conversation. And, and I said, you know what, let's let's continue to talk about this topic because I'm sure this is a topic that we have thought about, we think about, we ponder every day, you know, uh, especially since this whole uh, pandemic has been going on. It's something that, um, you know, when we're watching the media and the TV and, and, and we're thinking about it and we're, even when we're praying, we're thinking, hey, listen, you know, is this something that that is sent by you, Lord? You know, so I guess my question I just want to ask you for a couple of minutes, uh, if you don't mind, is: Is coronavirus an act of God? Everything's an act of God. We're not here unless God allows us to be here. Um, 
there are places in the Bible where it talks about pestilence. Um, and essentially, God allowed pestilence to overtake the land. And um, that's essentially all coronavirus is, is a pestilence. Mm. And if you don't mind, just for our listeners out there that don't know necessarily what pestilence is, can you break that down a little bit? You talking to me? Yes, brother Steve. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> yes. I'm just, sorry. just that's okay. That's all right. I know. I mean, you know, listen. You gotta give it up for Steve Moore. You know, he's a very highly educated young man. You know what I mean? But, but just for those that don't necessarily know what pestilence is, can you break it down? With what you mean by pestilence? Uh, pestilence is a is a is a, a, a scourge, a virus, a disease mm. um, that is talked about in the Old Testament. And um, essentially everything that has happened in the Old Testament mm-hmm. is a uh, precursor to what happens in the New Testament. Mm. Um, and there was pestilence in the... Uh, I'm looking for my reference right now because I okay. do want to give... I do want to give a, a scripture reference. Okay. Um, there was pestilence in the Old Testament in, in Israel. Mm-hmm. And um, it will lead to pestilence in uh, into the New Testament. Okay. And I'm looking for that. Please forgive me. No, that's all right. I mean, while you're looking for that, I do want to, um, you know, um, I articulate a, a conversation that me and you had um, back in 2016, right? And and we were talking about um, just the different things that had happened in the world and different things that happened in the climate. And, and you know, I don't like to, I, I definitely, you know, I always want to keep, you know, religion and politics separate. But I, I do remember at that time, you know, I was very frustrated that, um, you know, the election turned out the way that it did, okay? And um, I remember you, you you quoted a scripture to me and, and we kind of talked about it and we pondered and it was like, you know, if my people heal our land or whatever, they hear my cry, something like that to that. I don't know the exact wording of that scripture, but um, is if my people, you know, humble themselves um, and, you know, he, you know, if we humble ourselves, basically God will heal our land, okay? And, um, you know, so in the last segment, Mr. And, Wick, Mr. and Mrs. Watkins, they were talking about how, you know, they felt as though that God had seen enough. And, you know, he, you know, he had to bring this on because he, he, he didn't, he didn't like what was going on. So they had to change. Some things had to change. Um, do you, do you necessarily agree with that, that point of view and that perspective? I still agree with that point of view from that perspective. Okay. Um, because. Uh, sometimes, sometimes the things that God allows to happen, um, make absolutely no sense to us. Right. Uh, I know there were multiple people at the time, basically going back to that, uh, that, uh, that conversation that we had. Right. Um, I know there were people that were asking, how could God do this to us? 
And, you know, my belief at that time and still is today, God didn't do this to us. Um, essentially, God didn't pull that lever. Right. Um, right. God didn't choose not to go out and vote. Right. Um, at the end of the day, all of those things happened because of what man did or did not do. Right. Um, so, uh, there are times when calamity comes in our life um, that people take it as, God, how could you allow this to happen to me? Well, I have a very firm belief that everything that God does, um, he's weaving, he's weaving a, a, uh, he's weaving a plan. And in that plan, there will always come good out of it because God basically made it very clear in the Bible that he loves his children. Absolutely. And he will always look out for us. He will never leave us, nor will he forsake us. Right. Um, and I specifically believe in that. And there are people that will look at this pestilence and basically say, God can't love us if he allowed this to happen. Well, that's not true because my Bible says that he promises that's correct. He promised us to. He promises us to love us. You know what I'm saying, and that and that is correct. Um, you know, I kind of, you know, I, you know, so so after you know, kind of, you know, pondering on that conversation that you and I had uh, about that scripture and during that time. Now that we fast, can I, can go, I, go ahead. Can I? Can I? I just found what I was looking. Okay, for. go ahead. Yeah, sure. Uh, Psalm ninety-one. Um, verse six, but I'm going to start, uh, at four. Sure. He will cover you with his feathers and under his wings, you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and rampart. You will not fear the terror of night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the plague that destroys at midday. A thousand may fall at your side, 10,000 at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You will only observe with your eyes and see the punishment of the wicked. That's in the Bible. Right. That's in the Bible. And basically, he's making it very clear. Pestilence may come, okay? Um, But it will not befall you if you are a believer in it. Yeah, and that's the thing. I, you know, um, no, you're right. I, 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 I definitely. Um, it's funny because, like, you know, when during this whole deal, you know, ordeal. I, at one point, I was feeling like Noah, and and his ark, right? So I said, I'm going out to get, you know, my the the many many packages of toilet paper and to to stock up on and all my different supplies for when it's time to close. Mm-hmm. It's time to close my ark and close my my house up. You know, I'm not coming out until everything is done. You know, and then I seen, then I kind of, you know, kind of liken it to when, you know, God had told um, the people of Egypt to um, put blood on the doorpost so that the angel of death passes over us, you know what I'm saying, and we're protected. So, you know, I'm just, you know, I, I do think that everything has came because of of faith. I mean, of, of and what I mean by faith is it's a test of faith for us to be able to say, hey, listen, do we really trust in you, Lord? 
or do we trust in a, a, a pharaoh or, or a different leader or whatever? Do we trust in man or do we really trust in you? Because you're the only one that can help us through this. This has been something that has, you know, and I mean, and let's be honest, I mean, in, in our country, we've been divided, okay? But here now something comes along, or pestilence, as you say, has come along, and now that doesn't care what color, what creed, what race, what gender, it doesn't care who you are, it could affect you. Yeah, but and 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 there's one thing that I want to add to that, or mm-hmm. I want to I want to clarify with that, at least from from my beliefs. Sure. Okay. I don't believe God comes. Um. You don't believe what? I Say believe, that again. I don't. I don't believe that God tests our faith. Mm. Okay. Um. I believe that God put His word out there. I mean, think about it. Did he really test Adam and Eve? I mean, he basically gave them everything. And all, and said all all that there's two things that I've asked of you. Sure. Okay? Believe in me and don't touch that tree. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. He didn't basically say, well, if I give you this, will you trust me? Right. No, I got you. If I give you that, will you trust me? Right. You know, I, I don't believe God trusts us. I believe God has basically created us. He gave us his word mm-hmm. and he helped us understand that I'm here. Sure. I promise you I'll never leave you. I promise you I'll never forsake you. Right. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna basically sit you down in the classroom and say, Well, I taught you that. Do you know it now? Right. Right. No, I, 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 yeah, I get it. Yeah, I get it. I, I don't know. I, I, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm actually, you know, I'm, I'm kind of, you know, pondering that a little bit and, and trying to see where, where I'm stuck at a little bit is that, like, you know, you, you mentioned Adam and Eve, Adam and Eve, and you know, um, you know, anytime somebody tells you don't touch something, and there's a battle, right? So I think that's like the test that I'm kind of talking about because there's a battle. It's an unknown. It's saying that, okay, God's saying don't touch it, but why not? Because I'm hungry. You know what I'm saying? So, or, 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 you know, wifey, which was Eve, is like, yo, come on, Adam. I'm, you know, I'm hungry, man. You know, listen, come on. We, we just have a little bit, just a little small little bite. I think we be good money or whatever. So that right there, that's like a test, a test of faith, a test of, of discipline. And I think that's what okay, God, and, God is kind of teaching us and, is the discipline, right? But that's a test in man's mind. Mm, okay. Okay. You said it's a test in what? It's a test in man's mind. Oh, man's mind. Yeah, okay. 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 And I didn't look at it as I'm testing you. Mm, okay. Okay. So, and, and, I, and I get that point of view too because, because obviously God knew already that he was going to eat the apple, right? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like he so, knew that he knew that Adam and Eve he knew that Adam and Eve right, were gonna right. were gonna fail the test. They were gonna fail the will. test, okay. right? Right? Because right? Because we we God is God is above the time. He sets the time. We walk in time, but He is the Creator of time. So I get I get right. that <laughs> I get that too. 
and, and again, like I said, and, and to be honest with you, I mean, again, this is all our own human thought anyway. So, you know what I mean? Like we, we, we just in our own perspectives or whatever, but I think you're right though. I guess what I'm, you know, um, you know, is, I don't know. I, I think sometimes I'd look at this coronavirus. Like, I'll be honest with you, and I don't like to really go political, and I'm not going to keep holding you up real quick. Um, but I do want to just get this point off and see what your thoughts are. Um, before this corona crisis, um, I'll be honest with you, I I thought that um, we as a country were in trouble. And the reason why I thought that is because I said that I was embracing myself for another four years of the same leadership. And it's a leadership that, that to me, in my perspective, seems to want to keep us separate, not equal. Okay. Um, so now, now we have coronavirus and I do believe that that has changed this whole playing field. Um, because it, it had, it has, it, it's, it's, it's like a, it's, it's something that has came that has equaled the playing field. Um, you know, um, I don't think that I think the country is going to change. I think every life that that's that's breathing is not going to be the same as it was before Corona. I believe that this will have lasting effect. Um, and I think the world is due for a change. You know, um, you know, did you, did, I just want to see what, you know, kind of what your thoughts are real quick before I let you go about that. Let statement. me ask you a question. Sure. Let me ask you a question. Let me, let me ask that. Let me answer that with a question. Sure. Um, how obedient do you see your brothers and sisters being? You mean even right now? I'm talking about now. Oh, I, I, I mean, basically, mm-hmm. we basically this country has been given an understanding of where the virus comes from, right? How it is contracted, right? And essentially, from federal. To state, there has been information that has gone out that basically said stay home. Right. <laughs> okay. Right. How obedient are we? We're not that obedient. I hate to okay. say it. We're, we're just not that obedient. And, 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 and the reason that I ask that question and throw that in there is simply because I agree with you the country will never be the same. But I also agree with you that there are, but I also pose to you, mm-hmm. there are people out there that still do not believe. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's the same as God's, uh, um, God's faithfulness right. is put in front of you. Okay? God's faithfulness basically says very simply, I only simply ask you to, to worship me right. and to follow me. Right. That's all I ask you to do. Okay. I don't I don't ask you to jump through mountains. I don't ask you to try to get rich. I don't ask you to, you know, fight your brother or to try and deceive your brother. You know, right. I don't ask any of that. Right. I just ask you to follow me. That's all. Right. Okay. And we struggle with doing that. We do. Okay. So, yes, we will change, but there will still be a large amount of people out there that um, still don't get, still don't get what God's trying to get across. 
Now, the other side of that, mm-hmm. I look at the people who profess to love God, to follow God, and to believe in God. This is your opportunity to show the world that the church is not a building. Mm, 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 mm. Say that one more time. <laughs> Say that one more time. Right. This is your opportunity to show the world that mm-hmm. the church is not a building. Okay? Mm-hmm. And I go back to and ask the question, how well are we doing? Mm. Right. No, true. True. I think, I think, and I think that it's, it's going to bring a change into those people and to those leaders, those that are called by his name to really fully understand that, you know, you're right. The church is not a building, but many of us get caught into believing that the church is just a building. Like, you know, that's where right. you, you have to go there to find God. No, God is everywhere. Okay. Right. Now, we put on, we put on, we put on our Sunday best. Mm. You know, if we preach, we put on mm. our robe. Yes, we do. You know, if we're we're in, in such and such an office, we That's basically right. get dressed up, put our Sunday best on. That's correct. We go to church and for three hours. That's right. All we day. We act like God's children. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. Here's your opportunity to basically show the world, okay, that my God is everywhere. My God is all the time. I ask the question, how well will we do? Mm. I like that. I like that. Listen, I, I just want to take the time out to thank you, uh, Brother Steve, um, for, you know, kind of just, um, you know, giving us that, you know, that unique perspective, um, you know, from your experience and from your walk of God and with God. But also, you know, leading that charge and, and charging everybody that's out there doing his work to say, hey, listen, is your word, is the is the word that God giving you, does it extend outside of the walls? Or is it just present inside of the walls? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I thank you, Brother Steve. Listen, uh, I thank you very hey. much. Go ahead. You had some another, another point you wanted no, to make? I, I, I enjoyed the conversation. I appreciate you, Brother Steve. So ladies and gentlemen, let's give it up for Brother Steve. Let's just give it up for him real quick. All right, all right, all right. So listen, um, we'll have some other, uh, you know, other conversations, other debates and points, and that's going to be here on the Dr. Bryce Show. So we look forward to talking to you again. All right, Brother Steve? All right, Doc. All right, talk to you. All right, bro. All right. So again, you know, um, another perspective from, you know, Brother Deacon uh, Deacon Steve Moore. Um, you know, are, you know, are we... It's time to lead the church outside of the walls. And that's what it comes down to. All right, so we're going to go to a commercial break real quick. And uh, we'll come back and see if we have another, another call or what we can do. All right? So stay tuned. Hello, everyone. My name is Asa Allen. I am the creative writer and executive producer of the new and exciting web series, Landlord and Tenant Wars. This series is full of drama and controversy as we shed light on the challenging issues landlords face when dealing with difficult tenants. Please tune in on YouTube on the Landlord and Tenant Wars channel. All right, all right, all right. And welcome back to the Dr. Bryce Show. Um, 
you know, in this last segment, sitting here pondering about who do I want to call. And um, it's funny because um, this next person that we are going to call, I thought about it. Um, you know, we, we kind of have, you know, like a, uh, I guess like a mother, like a mom-son type of relationship, you know. Um, you know, and unfortunately, you know, my mother passed away in 2013, but, you know, I was able to meet some good people that kind of, you know, can never, you know, feel for me the same like my mother did, but, you know, the love is real. So it's, you know, sometimes the, you know, you have, you have friends that become, you know, like family and, and, and between her and, and, and the host of others um, that we all, you know, part of our, our network we call the family, you know, they, they have become like my family. So um, I figured I'd call her. And, um, you know, it's funny, I was thinking about her recently too. Um, you know, I was walking. It's my first time out, you know, because I'm telling you, after you watching Corona and Corona and Corona, you can be all Corona out. And, and you're just sitting there listening and watching the different things and you're seeing the numbers jump up or whatever. But this particular day, you know, it was, it was pretty nice out. So I decided to go for a walk and I went for a walk and, um, you know, it was really refreshing. But I thought about... I thought about her and I thought about, you know, just kind of where my life is now. And there was a time when there was a job I really wanted and I was turned down for it. I was rejected and they hired somebody that, you know, um, good dude, good person. Um, but, you know, he was younger than me, didn't have as much experience as me. Um, but they hired him and, um, you know, it really hurt me because I was in a position in my life that I really needed that opportunity. You know, I was really struggling um, you know, we weren't really, you know, I couldn't really afford to live, you know, um, you know, just really, really, really in the hole. And when I look back at that experience, I was upset, I was upset with God. And when I fast forward to present day in my mind, I felt so foolish for being upset with God because where I'm at now is in a place that I could never have imagined. Um, but sometimes it's just about having that faith and that is what it was. And she kind of reminded me to always connect and have that faith. So um, without further ado, I want to call um, Dr. Sturgis, um, my former supervisor. And I always call her my supervisor. Um, she is uh, always be, and I've had some great supervisors. I really have. Um, Renee Roberts, um, Kim Harmon, um, Deb Wise, Conjetta Farabee. Um, I've had some some wonderful um, Craig Corningay, um, and and you know, just just to name a few because I've had some some good people. I mean, even now, you know, some of my supervisors now at um, you know with you know Dr. Rose. I'm mean, not about Dr. Rosa, Miss Rosa Johnson, Miss Johnson Rosa, um, uh, Dr. Robin, um, you know, Miss O'Brien, uh, Golden, Miss Heatwave. So you know, we we have we have good leaders, you know that that. Um, you know, I respect and, and, you know, admire and stuff like that. Um, but, you know, Dr. Sergis will always be just like a, a level of, maybe just a, a smidge above because, you know, that um, we just connected at a time when it, it just was real, real critical in my life. But without further ado, let me just give her a call and, um, you know, we can kind of get her perspective on, you know, about the coronavirus and, you know, is it an act of God? Just bear with us a moment, and uh, you know we always utilizing technology and social distancing, and um, you know quarantining. 
Dr. Sturgis? I'm here. Yes. Hi. How you doing? It's uh, Dr. Bryce. You're on the Dr. Bryce show. And, you know, I'm glad that you were able to, you know, kind of be on a phone call and accept our call. How are you doing today? I'm doing fine, uh, Dr. Jason. It's good to be here with you also. Good to hear your voice. Absolutely. Absolutely. Pleasure. With everything going on, uh, I'm just thanking God that um, we can connect. Absolutely. Absolutely. That, ladies and gentlemen, I told you that she's all about connecting, you know, um, and you know, <laughs> I, I even just gave her like a little soliloquy before I called just about, you know, your, your whole motive is all, you know, your not mantra, but motive and, and you know, your whole perspective has all been about connecting and, and your advice to me and how you've been empowering me is to always connect, connect, connect. So, you know, um, so I'm glad that you are. But now, listen, I'm not going to take up much of your time. I just want to get your perspective on something um, because, you know, I value your opinion and, and I know that you're a woman of God and you're doing great work out there for his people. But I wanted to ask you, do you feel as though coronavirus is an act of God? Well, it's, that's a... That's a if you kind of question it everything is. I believe has an involvement with God, he has the final say so of things. Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily say it is an act of God. It could be an act of man thinking that they are in control of things that God should be in control of. Mm. But God will step in and have the final say so of everything and anything that's going on. Mm. And that's why I don't just use words for like connection. Connection is important. Right. And if you're connected with God and we see these things that are going on in, in this world, in our lives, and whether it's the negative or the positive, you know, uh, when God manifests in every part of your life and every part of the Holy Spirit, it's mm. something that he's going to have the ultimate or final word and say so. Right. Okay. All the messes that's created, like this coronavirus, mm -hmm. I don't believe people want to say, oh, why is God letting this happen? God is not letting this happen. Mm. Man has a tendency of blaming God when they mess up. And I believe this is a big mess up of man's handling, man's doing, and the inside of what they feel, you know, where they want to take the world, even the global warming and everything. Mm. And it's a manifestation of God's words, what he already has said in the Bible, what man will do and how they will mess up. But he also says in the end, every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that Lord Jesus is God. And mm -hmm. so if we just stay connected mm -hmm. to God mm -hmm. and let him do his work, mm -hmm. you'll see in the final, in the long run, what is actually happening. Don't get caught up. And all this that's going on. People get caught up, get panicking, but that's all part of the flesh. Right. That's all part of the, the whole circulation of what man has already done. And then they get all wound up in it. And God is saying, you still have to come to me. You still have to rely on me. Right. And even though we're going through this, this um, journey, you know, this life journey that is historic, God is still in control. Absolutely. So no matter what is going on, you just got to stay connected to him. Mm. Absolutely. You know, in our, in, our, in our previous, like definitely in our first segment, um, you know, I was talking with uh, a couple, Mr. and Mrs. Watkins, and they were, you know, kind of articulating how, you know, they felt as though, um, 
you know, God was upset with how the world was and how, you know, things were going on. Um, and then in our second segment, um, you know, I think Brother Moore, you know, he kind of talked about how, you know, um, you know, God is allowing this to happen. You know, it's, everything was in the Old Testament to the New Testament about bringing a pestilence to the land and, and letting that, you know, kind of, um, you know, not, not necessarily punish the people, but but also, you know, kind of teach the, the people a lesson for what, um, for not believing in him, you know, X, Y, Z. So, you know, I kind of, I kind of, you know, I, you know, I ponder a lot and I kind of was thinking like, um, you know, we were, we were at a point in our country where we were very divided, okay? And I mean, extremely divided. You know, I think at one time um, before um, this whole last four years, we you know we might've been trying to, you know, kind of come together and, you know, try to be united as one to a certain extent. But then last couple of years, we've been severely divided. And I think this, is, I, I think it's just kind of ironic how this coronavirus doesn't care about your color, your creed, your gender, doesn't care about anything. It, it affects everybody everywhere. And I say, it does, and I say, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you said something that um, uh, that it might be, you know, uh, punishment of God. I don't look at it as a punishment. God is not a punishing God. Right. He is not a punishing God. I mean, we put things on ourselves and mm-hmm. then we want to blame God for it. But God is a loving God yes. in the midst of everything that's going on. What is lacking is that love for one another. Like you said, it has no color. And, it, and it, you know, the coronavirus is killing everyone. And it has no discrimination on age either. Even though, it's you know, the older people, it seems like it's taking the, the biggest impact. Right. But we serve a loving God. God is so loving. Right. And it's so easy to blame. The, like I said, people are saying, why is God allowing this to happen? God isn't allowing this to happen. I don't believe that. And I don't believe that we have a, a God that punishes. Right. We have a God that replenishes. He replenishes love. He replenishes the things that we lack, but we don't turn to him unless things are going bad. Right. And God is, you know, he's there for us, even in the, in the, in this time. But instead of playing a uh, blame game, we need to help one another. We right. need to love one, one another. We need to bring back these, uh, feelings people have ill feelings towards one another, and yet we're showing that people can be helpful. There's people uh, putting their life on the line to help other people. Right. But why did it take all this for it to happen? For it to happen, right? And, right. And 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 it still has. You know, there's still those that are stubborn. I mean, very stubborn with um, and not quick to help, and and still quick to blame. Right. And uh, someone made the statement. That was so cruel on Facebook one time. You know, what is your God doing now? Our God has been loving and doing fine all this time. Right. Why, when it's negative and things are going wrong, why are we blaming God? Right. God gives us a gift to love. And when he gave us that gift, he didn't give it to us so we can surrender it and just throw it away. He gave us that gift so we can hold on to. Because who, if someone, your father give you a gift, why do you want to give it away? Right. You want to share it. Right. You want to share it. And this is how God is. He's given us the gift of love, despite of no matter what this world is going through, he still gives us that gift of love. Right. And and I think that's what it's all about. I mean, I think that, you know, this is, um, you know, I look at things as, as a way um, 
to to challenge our I look at things as a test and and you know some people say no you shouldn't whatever you know but I look at things as as the test it's a test of our faith do we truly believe in him you know so as I'm you know um, as I'm going for my walks throughout the day I'm talking with him and 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 I'm realizing like some of the things where you know we we kind of you know I guess we kind of like disconnect at different times and and sometimes that mm-hmm. that leads us into our own understanding and that's why it's critical for us to always like you say stay connected you know and it kind of it kind of yeah. it kinda, it, to me I, I just feel like it's it's a test of our faith um you know who are you putting your trust in who are you putting your belief in are you putting your belief in the pharaohs of the land or are you putting your belief in me? Do you believe in the golden calf or do you believe in me? Because if, yeah. I, if I say I will send the rain, I will send the rain. If I tell you I will send the cure, if I tell you that I will protect you, I will, I will you know, I will, I will you, know, uh, you know, fulfill your purpose as long as it's according to my purpose, then, you know, are we believing that or are we believing what man says? And I think that that's where, you know, we kind of, you know, we, we kind of got to come together. And that's that's why I say that hey, this is a unique thing. It's an historical thing, as you mentioned, because it's, it's crossing the color lines. I mean, you know, I think there, there's always going to be a time, you know, and, and hopefully that my belief gets stronger that maybe it's not going to be a time. But I always think it's going to be a time where our own individualized cultures will always have you know, uh, 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 you know, I don't say a complaint, but always, you know, a problem with how our individual uh, like, culture. Like the <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. We'll always that'll yeah. always be there. Um, but I don't think it's time for that right now, because right now what's going on is bigger than that. It's even bigger than that. And this is this is this breaks all color lines, all gender lines, all socioeconomic lines. This put us all on one even ground and we'll all all can be subjected to it i think it's about yeah you know, this is a mm-hmm, I think this is a time dr jason i think this is a time for self-reflection yes this is a time for self-evaluation the things that i was telling my husband the other day people put so many things and items and materialistic things before god right and since you've been confined to the home all of these things you see is not necessary. Yep. What are you going to do with them? Right. Because God is the one that blesses us and blesses us with the, even the breath of life. And right. without that, what are you going to do? Right. You know, we take, uh, you know, the value. We put value on things that aren't any, even important. Right. I, I'm talking about myself. Here I am. I'm loving all these shoes and clothes and earrings. Right. Right. And since I've been home, I have been just my natural self and loving every bit of that. And I've been connected to God, too. And he's shown me, you know, I've always been the type, no matter what I had, I share this with my husband also, I've always given. Like, I'm a giving person. If I got it, you have it, too. If I have some shoes, you have shoes, too. If I have a coat, you have it, too. You know, it's always been like that with me. And I've I've been reflecting on everything since I've been here. And during the process, you know, not hearing the, the, you know, the things that are going on, you know, uh, on in the world, and and, and it, it 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 comes home to you. But I never stop the praises. Right. I will not. The world don't have that kind of hold on me. Right. I may 
leave from the virus today or tomorrow. I don't know. Right. But where are you and how are you connected with God if you do? You think I'm going to worry about you, whether you get that check or not, or whether the income or economy is going up or down? Right. You think I'm going to worry about those things when, you know, I'm already given a full life and I'm already been given eternal life that I to look forward to? Right. So it makes you think in a different perspective. And I want, you know, my fellow man and mankind, my family, to be happy, to know God, and to, most importantly, love people. Just love people. Right. And you know what? Listen, I, I think we'll just we'll kind of end it right there, Doctor Sturgis, because that is that sounds like to me, like I said, and I and I, I took you know I kind of broke down you know a brief description of our relationship and you know kind of how you you know empowered me and helped me and and you know um, just you know encouraged me along the way. But one thing I can I can say is is what you've charged me to do is what you seem like you're you're saying to everybody else out there, just love. Just really, really love, because yeah. that's what he wants us to do. Is that correct? And and don't forget, yes, absolutely. And don't forget Proverbs three, five, and six, which is well known. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not into your own understanding, and always acknowledge Him, and He will direct your path. So as we go through this this trying time, let God direct your path. And you may not understand everything, but that's okay. Jesus gave us the Comforter, the Holy Spirit. We will understand. Absolutely. You know what? Listen, I, I'm I'm a. I think I'm gonna end the show right there, Doctor Sergis. I mean, do you mind um, maybe saying a prayer for everybody out there a little bit, um, and we can end the show like that? Oh. Would that be okay for you? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the absolutely. floor's yours. Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father, we bow our hearts, we bow our heads, we bow to unto you, Father God, knowing that you are the true Creator and Maker of all things. And Father, we don't know or always understand what is going on and how it will manifest. But one thing that we do understand that you are in control. So we come boldly to your throne of grace, Father. And we ask that you please continue to guide us. Lord, let us see that love that you want us to see. And let us remain connected, oh Heavenly Father, and remain whole. Let us look into the hills from which cometh our help, knowing our help comes directly from you, Father. In the name of Jesus, I pray for the world. Amen. 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 All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you. It's been another another show of the Dr. Bryce Show, and uh, we thank you. We thank you, Dr. Sergis. Um, you know, definitely, you. and we hope that, you know, maybe, you know, we can get you on in the future, um, you know, for some Absolutely. other shows and stuff like that, all right? So listen, continue to Absolutely. enjoy continue to enjoy your day. And ladies and gentlemen, you know, you go out there and you you listen to what Dr. Sergis says and, and what Steve said and, 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 and even what Mr. and Mrs. Watkins says. But we, we just want to leave you with that thought. Um, it all centered around love. And Dr. Sturgis brought it home. Thank you for that wonderful prayer. And just leave and lead with love. Thank you. Take care.